Welcome everybody to Nutty Buddy Entertainment on today's episode. I break down the first four episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Just very briefly give you my thoughts of the series so far. Then, after a quick break, I talk a little bit about the Moon Knight. Very briefly break down that trailer and a couple other things coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Hey everybody, welcome back to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I am your host, Ryan, and it's been a couple weeks since I posted a podcast, mainly because um, I've been so focused on my other podcast, my sports podcast, and uh, we're doing a lot of NFL playoffs right now. So I figure I'd just put out a brief podcast, letting you guys know so far how I feel about Boba Fett season, uh, well, the book of Boba Fett, the first season. Uh, the first four episodes. So if you haven't watched the first four episodes of the book of Boba Fett, this will definitely, definitely be a spoiler episode. And uh, I have to say, as of right now, I'm not feeling very good about the book of Boba Fett. Now, I thought episode four was actually pretty solid. I thought it was okay, But the rest of the series, I I have my my. um, Personal feelings gripes these aren't to me these aren't even nitpicks like you know how i'll I'll do the great the good the bad the ugly and when you get to the ugly you're like being nitpicky uh, finding things and you gotta admit that at times to me these are obvious flaws within the star wars universe that i just think should be obvious to anybody who writes or loves star wars now this is all my opinion um, and I'm not going to tell you, you can't like the book of Boba Fett. You absolutely can. Um, but I just, I don't know, guys. I, I really don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to hear why people like it. Although I've, I've listened to a lot of, you know, other people talk about it. So I kind of get a gist of why people like it. Like, for instance, uh, the first two episodes, a lot of people like that. They like the the sand people, the Tuscan Raiders, how Boba Fett was rescued. And actually, I thought that was a pretty solid part of the series. My problem is it's too long. It, it takes up way too much time to me personally. It's about 20 minutes too long. And what I would have done is shown flashbacks of Boba Fett during the years of the Empire. Why was he known as the most ruthless bounty hunter of his time? That, that's what he was known for. So he, he has this change, right? He has this change into a, a good bad guy. So an anti-hero, basically, because the sand people help him to want to lead with respect, not fear, which I thought that was kind of like a cool premise of a story, right? but we never see why he was so feared, right? That, that, that's the thing that we were missing, I feel like, in the series. Why don't we see Boba Fett's ruthless side? And then when you go flashback and with the Sam people, we, we see how he changes that ruthless side of him. And when, when you think of, I guess it's hard to, because it's the same with Venom to me. It's the same with the Venom movies where you're, you're creating a, a movie or a television series and it's about um the bad guy it's about the bad guy but he can't be bad in his own movie so we'll make him an anti-hero but people don't want venom 
to be an anti-hero right away. They want him to be a villain right away. The same with Boba Fett. We want to see why he was a villain, right? To me, that's that's good storytelling. If you let us know, hey, this is why he was a villain. Here's how the Sand People change him. And this is why he wants to rule with uh, respect and not fear. Now, with that being said, the um, train scene in the first two episodes, I, I liked it. Uh, the Pikes being in this series was pretty cool. I wonder if reference to Darth Maul will come up, which I hope it does, because I'm a big Darth Maul fan. But I mean, after the first two episodes, which I thought were like, OK, I didn't think they were great. I didn't think they were bad. I thought they were OK. Episode three came out. And episode three was just to me the worst piece of Star Wars that they've put out since since The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'm trying I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to think like that because that's a pretty bold statement. And again, this is just my opinion, right? If you like those movies, that's great. But to me, it wasn't Star Wars. See, I'm having a problem with this show because it seems to me more like fan fiction than actual like a Star Wars well-told story. That's why. And I feel like a lot of these companies, they're not being careful about who they hire that actually loves the like they they love the story being told by George Lucas Instead, they love Star Wars, but they love the story that they can tell. And it's kind of hurting the product. And I don't think it's just Star Wars, by the way. I think it's other properties as well. It's fan fiction that they're putting on screen almost to me. Some of it, not all of it, just some of it. So episode three was probably to me, again, just the worst episode because number one, we get the Power Rangers scooter gang. Um, Tatooine has always been represented as a downtrodden planet with slaves. And it always has been represented as a poorer planet that were ruled by the huts and only the elites like of that planet control it. Now, it could be wrong, but that's how it always has been represented in film and in, in the media. And these kids obviously mentioned that they were poor because they were stealing, right? But yet they look like they shop at Gucci. Like, I mean, like those those uniforms that they were wearing were like pristine, clean uniforms. Like their they're outfits, I should say, not uniforms, outfits. And then they have these scooters. What? decked out school are are they supposed to be poor or not are they supposed to be going through a hard time or not you didn't sell me on that and not only that that's not a thing in star wars to me it was just so ridiculous that's to me is someone's like you know what'd be really cool in star wars there was this gang and they had different colored bikes and it's like well not i mean it kind of would be cool in like your story but not in George Lucas's story. See, he said it goes back to this, guys. OK, it goes back to that George Lucas sets principles and guidelines in his universe that he has established that we all loved. 
and we all should respect. Now, there's people who love the stuff that George Lucas established, established, but what they don't do is they don't show that they really respect it because they don't keep it like with the continuity of the rest of the universe because they think it'd be cool if their story was told. And I know I just kind of said that, but it just it just baffles me that people wrote that down and they're like, yeah, that's that that work. That makes sense. BK shows up. Um, that's the Wookiee bounty hunter. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. I think it's Black Sanson. I just don't want to butcher his name um, because I'm just that good at pronunciation at times. And I've heard people say it and I'm trying to get it down. But so he's supposed to be a bounty hunter Wookiee. First of all, he doesn't really sound like a Wookiee. I don't know if that's on purpose, but he sounds more like a, a, a roaring lion almost. And I just, I'm like, don't Wookiees just kind of all sound the same, but they're like deeper voices or lower voices. Uh, who knows why that is? Um, he He's introduced along with the Huts Again, a really neat concept of Jabba the Hutt's cousins uh, or, or family, like trying to gain his territory. That is a really neat concept. And even the Pikes, the Pikes, again, like trying to take over Tatooine. I love it. I love the idea of it because we're getting into like the, the crime and the betraying of one another possibly and all that stuff, which is kind of the stuff I was really excited to see. But so they sent this Wookiee to go kill uh, Boba Fett. And then the fight that happened between the Wookiee and Boba Fett, Boba Fett should have like been seriously injured. And he wasn't. Again, one of my biggest critiques, I won't mention just in case of spoilers, but there was a fight in Hawkeye where you have to absolutely spend, suspend, like it's hard to suspend disbelief. And the in this fight, you have to, it, it's hard, like Wookiees are very strong. And we know that that was established when Han Solo said, he'll, you know, Wookiee will tear your arm out of your socket. And, uh, and we actually get to see that in episode four, right? Where, where BK does that. Um, but he, he basically beats up Boba Fett and Boba Fett gets up just fine. The four biker gang members, by the way, they remind me of like that back to the future, uh, Biff's gang with, with all the like technology and all clean cut and whatever they are. But anyway, I digress. So the fight happens. Boba Fett should have definitely been injured. He was not. The four the four kids come, and it was like BK didn't know what to do. Oh man, what do I do? What do I do? There's four kids around here. He's a ruthless bounty hunter. What do you mean? He should have been able to to smoke those kids pretty good. Like I don't understand how that was even like a hindrance to him. They get into the point where Fennec was able to put um, BK in the rank rain pit and, and leave him there. Okay, that's that's cool, uh, a good idea. But then Boba Fett comes in, and he's putting a robe on, not knowing what happened. Why wouldn't he be putting his armor on? I'm just just throwing that out there. Why is he putting on a robe? Makes no sense. Um, the huts show up. Probably didn't know who won the fight, right? Didn't know who won the fight, but they show up apologizing and bringing a rancor. The rancor is depressed. Now. 
if you haven't watched Bad Batch, Bad Batch, it shows that there is sort of this uh, more complex side to a rancor, which is fine because it's a cartoon. And I understand what they're doing. <clears throat> but I don't need that in my Boba Fett series. I'm sorry. I don't need him talking about a depressed rancor. It's cool that he got one. Okay, give him one and then just let them be what they are. You know, it's like you don't have to. I feel like the idea is like they want to just humanize everything. Like everything needs to be humanized. Like the sand people, they need to be humanized. The rancor needs to be humanized. I don't feel like you need to do that in every single show or everything, single IP. Sometimes there's monsters out there because they're monsters. There's just that's the way they're created. Um, like the Tyrannosaur, Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> like, come on, is a predator. And there's not a time where you look at a Tyrannosaurus Rex and be like, oh, well, that, that Tyrannosaurus Rex is depressed. You know, they're just going to eat everything. And that's what I kind of looked at as a, a rancor. And it's sort of like Disney Star Wars has to make them have an emotional side. And it's just like, a, you know, it, it's kind of an interesting concept. But again, doesn't make a lot of like i just don't need it i just don't need it in my star wars i guess that's what i'm what i'm trying to say um i'm trying to think of what else happened oh the car chase that was one of the worst shot scenes i've ever seen in my life not not really that's hyperbole but it wasn't great and the more we see those scooters i just can't handle it i just you know if if they were like a little worn down it, they were too bright as well. Like, I think, again, it might be an interesting idea, but the execution was just so bad. They didn't even look cool. It looked like, a, you know, like a, a young kid's tricycle, like that you would put a bunch of mirrors on and then like have the, the, the um, what are those called? Like the, the little string things coming out, the, the handlebars. It's just like a little over the top. I don't know. I don't know, guys, I just, just did not like those things. So anyway, um, I think that's all about episode three, but episode three was just so bad. I probably forgot some stuff because it's I only watched it once. Um, and again, like episodes one and two, they were pretty OK. They were just really slow. And I felt like that was the time to show us why Boba Fett was ruthless. A lot of us wanted to see that like it, it didn't have to be graphic i'm not asking for graphic but why was he the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy that's what i want to know about boba fett and the other thing is boba fett talks way too much in this series and even the actor himself said that he's like he's just talking way too much fennec should sort of just if they're going to go this route fennec should really just be his mouthpiece as well as his must like fennec's kicking butt i like fennec in this series um unfortunately they're using like Fennec a little too much to sort of diminish. It almost is diminishing Boba Fett a little bit, but I do like her in this series. She isn't bad at all. Um, now, episode four, I thought was the best episode, but again, that's relative because all the other episodes I felt really meh or eh about. So episode four was a little better. I did like episode four. Um, I liked um, the idea of like that that sort of it wasn't a round table but the the crime families of Tatooine right being in in that place and and having the 
the rancor intimidate them. That was neat. I like how that scene was. Um, the flashback, that flashback made a lot of sense to me. Fennec, how he saved Fennec, but again, who he brought him to, that, that character that was like, oh, I got a robot arm. It's like, so you're making like cyborgs pretty commonplace in Tatooine. Shouldn't it be commonplace throughout the galaxy? And then in episode seven, eight, and nine, how many cyborgs did we see? Right? None. So that's that's another problem is you're you're putting these things into this TV show that's before like 20 years before the sequel trilogy that we don't see a lot of. And so now you're putting holes within the sequel trilogy to me anyway. That's how I feel. And then he was again, he's he, he looks like an underground crime. He's doing stuff that's probably illegal. And yet he's nice and um, uh, fashionable and his clothes are, are sparkling. And I'm just like, come on. This is not Tatooine to me. But anyway, I, I'm not supposed to be complaining about this episode. Uh, he hires BK. We see where BK actually does pull an arm out of a guy's uh, uh, socket off his body, which was really, um, he kicked butt, right? That was kind of a neat scene. The uh, scene where they're at the Sarlacc pit looking for his armor. I actually like that. Um, blowing up the Sarlacc was pretty uh, neat as well. So like the, this fourth episode, I actually liked more than the other three, but I would give it like a six. The other, the episode three, I'd probably give like a three and then one and two, probably a five out of 10. All these are out of 10. So I'm just saying overall right now, guys, if you really just want my thoughts, we'll still do the great, the good, the bad, the ugly on it. I'm already in talks with some of my friends to do that. And um, the uh, let's see here. So we'll we'll have a proper review where I'll get more specific on things. I actually I might rewatch the series as well um, to uh, you know to um, give it a, a little bit more effort in that. <laughs> and maybe and maybe I'll like it the best, better the second time around. Who knows? But anyway, point being, I'm really a uh, little disappointed in the series. And once again, Disney Star Wars put something out there that has divided the fan base once again. And I don't understand how this is happening. Now, obviously, Dave and John are part of this series and people thought that they were going to be the savior of Star Wars. And a lot of people who thought that aren't liking this series. My question is, did Dave and John even want to make this series? That would be my question. It sounds like John has been very hands off with this series. I think Disney wanted to make the series and Dave and John probably did not. And so they didn't put a lot of effort in making a good Boba Fett series. Maybe they wanted Boba Fett to stay mysterious. Like we all think he should be. And that's the way he's portrayed um, in, in the original trilogy. Uh, I wish he was a better fighter. Uh, one of my friends, Kevin, shout out Kevin. He mentioned this too, which is that really Boba Fett should only be like 40 years old in, in, in the timeline of Star Wars. And he's being portrayed by an actor who's 60. Uh, maybe a recast would have been beneficial in this area. Um, although like, I, I don't, 
I think the problem is with the actor. I'm not buying him all the time, his acting, but I think the reason why it seems like in that interview, if you watch the interview, he seems super annoyed that Boba Fett was talking so much. Like, I think he doesn't really want to be there. I think he's there for, because he's getting paid to be there. And uh, I don't think he likes the direction that the the director and, and the producers went in the direction of the book of Boba Fett, if I'm being honest. So Again, overall, the series, meh, I would rate it a five total so far. So that's my quick thoughts of the Book of Boba Fett. The Moon Knight trailer came out. So after this break, I'll tell you a little bit about how I feel about the Moon Knight trailer. Okay, so the Moon Knight trailer came out. It looks really interesting and neat. Um, so if you don't know who new moon Knight is, it's a mercenary. I believe his name was Mark Spector and he gets the powers from an Egyptian God. And he's basically given the, um, powers to protect those at night from bad, bad guys. Um, and He's sort of an anti-hero because he's a hero with villainous tendencies. And he um, is the, the, the main character, Mark, has like a split personality. It, it used to be called multi-personality disorder, but I think it's something else now. So the, the trailer was kind of neat. I'm wondering where they go, go with this. Disney uh, Marvel has stayed away from supernatural as much as they could. Uh, I think that was largely because of China. Like we've mentioned before, uh, a lot of the supernatural uh, demonic things. Um, but you wonder if they're going to go with this direction because the character kind of calls for it. But, you know, like Dr. Strange, they totally changed how Dr. Strange uses his powers. So it, it's going to be interesting how they use it going forward. I thought the trailer looked pretty neat, but you know, obviously there's, there's, it's going to be interesting. We'll just have to wait and see. That's just going to be my quick breakdown of the trailer. Uh, other news, uh, as far as superheroes go, there's the Batgirl suit was released. Did not care for the Supergirl suit. That looked awful. The Batgirl suit, I didn't mind so much. Actually, it looked pretty neat. I think they're, they're going based off of like, she made it. And, I also think you should, we sh even with the Supergirl suit, I just kind of want to wait till the movie comes out for Flashpoint. Uh, a lot of rumors going on out there about Multiverse of Madness right now. We won't get into that, but there are some cool ones. Um, just one rumor I want to talk about real quick, very briefly is, so if you don't want to hear spoilers or potential spoilers or rumors, you go ahead and turn off the podcast. Now, all I'm going to say is Professor X and Wanda might fight and it's going to all be obviously in, in, in Wanda's head because that's the only place professor X stands as chance. So it sounds like the X-Men are going to be brought in. And also another rumor is that the council of reeds. So Reed Richards and a couple of them are going to show up, which would be super awesome to see. It sounds like a huge project. One other thing, Captain Marvel, um, not Cap the Marvels is being, it sounds like redone a lot of it. There was new casting and everything. So we'll see how that works out. That's not necessarily a good sign. Or maybe they're like, oh, I got a great idea and let's put that in there. 
Um, so we'll see what happens there. Anyway, that's all I got for today's podcast. Uh, a little bit of shorter of a one. Uh, I hope you guys liked. Please um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment. That's when I show I drop podcast. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've, I've been dropping YouTube videos. Um, so go to YouTube, nuttybuddy entertainment, subscribe to the channel. I just put clips out there of our podcast when we do them. Um, I recently posted the great and the ugly when it came to Spider-Man No Way Home. So you might be interested to watch that. Um, Other than that, thank you guys so much for your time. I hope you enjoyed and we will talk to you guys soon.